Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? You have so many bees outside your window. Isn't that an amazing bush? It's like a Dr. Seuss bush. Yeah. Oh, that's so reasonable because it's like got pink pomps on it. Yeah. Yeah. Pink little pom-poms all over big green leaves. Yeah. It's like something out of the Lorax (laughs) and it attracts bees and hummingbirds. Two of the... They're both so good at flight and so important. (laughs) So important and so lovely to watch. I... I can't believe how your whole yard is single-handedly saving bees from extinction. It's really great. <laughs> it's man, they're so important. Mm-hmm. Bees I, are so important. Would you let one sting you? Uh, yeah, if it needed to. If but, it had to. Yeah, sure. I guess. Why would a bee need to sting me though? Like if it if it had to to protect its queen. Mm, I mean, I guess I don't think if a bee stung me, I would try not to kill it. I'm not sure. It would die, right? Um, yes, bees die when they sting you. Their stinger yeah. pulls out. Yeah, right? Their intestines fall out their butts? That's why wasps are so mean, because they can sting you over and over and over and over again. Really? Without their, yeah, without hurting themselves. I feel like I could, if wasps went extinct, I'd be like, well, that's fine. Actually, wasps are really cool because they eat aphids. So they're. I thought aphids were butterflies, and butterflies are beautiful. No, aphids are. Um, they eat plants. So, like when you look at a garden and there's lettuce growing or anything, there are lots of little holes in your lettuce. Those are aphids. So, wasps are great. They're beneficial insects in a garden for your aphids because they'll come along and munch your aphids. It's so cool. Like gardening. I actually don't know anything about gardening, but when I was proofreading High Times, I learned a lot about beneficial insects from writers like Danny Danko. Uh-huh. And then also my dad loved growing uh, things, and he would let everything just go wild and he would never kill anything because he was like it all works together wait so 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 like if he had aphids he would let the wasps deal with it yeah actually when he retired to ireland i went with him and he had inherited a house from his aunt and it was this cool house with this overgrown garden and the neighbors really wanted him to do all this stuff to sort of like scale it back because it had been like not lived in for a while oh it's unsightly for the neighborhood oh yes and they wanted him to like get rid of the moss in the driveway and get rid of the wasps nest and all this stuff and he left the wasps nest because he was like well you know they're good for the aphids and then he actually Actually planted more moss in the, <laughs> in the cracks of the driveway and it ended up being such a cool house because at the bottom of the garden there was a greenhouse and a fox came to live there mm-hmm. and like it was just all wild it was the same with my house growing up like creatures would come and live in the garden you is know? that where you get your don't tell me what the fuck to do spirit from maybe it's like hey don't smoke that weed and you're like well i think i'm gonna write about it <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah maybe yeah for sure that's such a cool ecosystem yeah man welcome to weed and grub everybody yeah. I hope you're having a beautiful day. This is a podcast about comedy, cannabis, culture, cooking, calling shit out. Um, um, and like being a hippie. Billi- yeah, <laughs> I am feeling hippy dippy today. It's because I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I've, I never grew up around, Jews don't camp. You know what I mean? That's what I hear. Yeah. But we, well. So I- when, when I see your, when I see your home. And I see what nature is. I'm like, oh, man, I missed out on like going outside for a very long time. I was such an indoor kid. So it's nice. Like, fuck, I thought an aphid was a butterfly until today. Wow. So you know what I mean? 
Yeah. 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 It's cool. It is cool. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. And you don't even need to be like in the wilderness. You can live in the city. Was that a joke? What do you mean? You don't need to be? You don't. <laughs> in the wilderness? You don't need to be. <laughs> no, I mean, urban wilderness is fucking amazing, you know? Even like if you live like somewhere that just has a, a like there's this incredible dude who was growing in um, central L.A. I can't remember exactly what neighborhood, but he was somewhere where they just didn't have access to a lot of produce. And it was a neighborhood where they didn't have like grocery stores that was getting that was, you know, there was no fresh vegetables. And so he started growing them in the median. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I saw him talk at a, a conference with Jonathan Gold. And we've talked about it on here before, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe Deschanel was there talking about her food towers. And, oh, that's uh, right. That was on the Bangs episode with a girl cult. Yes. Yeah, where we were rating people's personalities based on their bangs. Bang analysis. Bang analysis, yeah. that's right. And Elise did a read, bang reads, yeah. Um, but it was fucking cool. It was like, yeah, you can make anything grow if you just sort of give it a little air and water and space. And, you know, you can have a garden no matter where you are. My dad just sent me uh chili pepper flake like homegrown because he grows a bunch of chilies in the backyard wow and tomatoes and cukes and all kinds of great stuff yeah it's delicious and it's spicy as fuck like Mm. a little pinch in your tomato sauce Mm -hmm. is all you need because i guess it's like generational maybe when it comes to peps where it gets hotter and hotter and hotter possibly so now like a little pinch on my eggs and my mouth is like warm it's not too spicy but it's it's up there. It's really delicious. I didn't know that. Peppers get hotter the longer the plant grows. I feel like that might not be true, but mm. that's also something that could be true. Interesting. Like, it, you know, the parts that evolve stay and get stronger and the parts that you don't need, like, appendicize. Yeah. So. Well, did you know that red peppers and green peppers and orange peppers are all the same pepper? They're just at different stages of life. What? Yeah. A green pepper is a young pepper and an orange pepper is, like, a little older and then a red pepper is fully ripe but they're all the same. I had no idea. They're all bell peppers. That's fucking fascinating. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. Yeah. I, my favorite's that vibrant orange. I think yeah. that's the that's the one. Give me a teen. I want a, a young teen pepper. Oh, it's got that sweet crunch, uh-huh. but it's not jaded yet. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jaded, we got a letter, uh, a letter. We were mailed a letter. We got a, a DM from somebody who shall remain nameless, but uh, can we dive into yeah. that? And then also, speaking of jaded, this burrito? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this okay. this sweet, sweet uh, message that we got, and they said, please don't uh, shout them out by name because they actually do work at an Apple store, and so they can't uh, be known by name. But they wrote out, because we talked about uh, Apple store employees over the holidays. You've got to show them the love. They're holding your poop phone. Yeah. It's it's like one of the things that you probably aren't thinking about, but you just need to know that your phone is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Nobody should touch another person's iPhone. Like, you know how you floss before you go to the dentist so mm-hmm. that you're like, look at my teeth. You should be wiping your iPhone down before you go to the store to get it fixed. Just out of respect for these employees. Yeah, you had compassion for people who have to work with other people's electronics. And it, like our, re, our listener wrote in to say thank you for that and said... Uh, I was listening about how Mike spoke so nicely about the Apple Store employees. I myself am am an Apple Store technician. I just want to tell Mike thank you for having empathy for us because we do have to touch so much gross ass shit from people every day. 
Even yesterday, I had someone drop their phone in clam chowder, New England style, the best kind, of course. Yeah, get that right out of here. <laughs> and then someone else came in with staph infection and pink eye. No! Ugh, I feel working there has boosted my immune system, but I still have a practice of not touching my own stuff until I wash my hands. Anyway, thank you for the kudos because people don't acknowledge it enough for us. So, nice. That's what's up. And then... And pink eye person can fuck right off. I mean, seriously... It's just, you know, what are you, what, what are you supposed to do if you have pink eye, though? Just not leave your house? Uh, yeah. Hmm. If you're sick, stay home. If you have pink eye, stay home. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't. Wear an eye patch? An iPad patch? Yeah. Oh, an eye patch? Oh. They sh- oh, that's good. Mary Jane coming out with B puns and iPhone puns? You're just hearing them because you're stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, our friend, our Apple store technician friend, also said uh, we need to read this article about a a burrito rant. So we pulled this article up, and uh, this guy has a a rant about burritos, and uh, the title of the article is his burrito rant is nuts, but he's not wrong. Uh, So he draws a schematic to start off, just to set the scene here. It's heinous. It's a crime. I've never seen anything that made me more angry quicker about like food yeah like like oh some people are like oh there's a hair on my plate like whatever i'll eat around the hair it, it's meaningless to me yeah this is a fucking crime yeah it's a burrito made in like sections like a pack of lifesavers basically <laughs> like it starts with guacamole at one end and then all of the layers go through it from one end to the other um and this guy I'm wait will me- you read the layers Oh, yeah. Okay. So starting at one end, guacamole, then rice, then beans, then meat, then sour cream, then cheese, then lettuce. Oh, tucked in between those two, there's cilantro and salsa. But it like a like a like a little. But it's side by side. Yeah, side by each. <laughs> so, so if fucked. you bite into the burrito like a normal human, you would just get a mouthful of whatever that one ingredient layer is, which is so fucked up. And this guy rightly had a fucking huge rant about it, which is amazing. Um where he says, you know, you're an idiot. Uh, burritos are eaten from one end to the other. So that means when you assemble a burrito with motherfucking zones, <laughs> you create a disgusting experience for the burrito's end user. Um, things are pretty good. Have you ever eaten one of these things you, you make all fucking day? You should try one. Oh. They're pretty good when you are not willing yourself through the fucking empire of sour cream only to end up in lettuce country. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. It's yeah, a fucking it great rant. Oh, yeah. Somebody like saw a seven layer dip and they were like, turn it on its side, baby. I think we got it. Why are you? I mean, who? I can't even imagine. Who trained that person? Are they just fucking with people? Mm, I don't know. Because that's so malicious that you, that's one of those things where you would say like, I wouldn't wish that on my firstborn. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, that's like a devious fucking planned out way of really ruining someone's day. 100%. I was trying to think of some evil comparison in the food world that that could like be equal to and i'm drawing a blank i think that's one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah yeah it's a fucking great rant mm. it's you know well let's post the picture that he drew yes of the burrito with this episode yes okay food crimes food Ooh, yes fucking food crimes send us your food crimes yeah hashtag food crimes yeah. hit us with them like what is that one thing that you're like you should be in jail for life for this like when cynthia nixon ordered a cinnamon bagel with a salmon schmear and everyone was like uh we're not electing you to a governing governing position and you're fucking canceled all day fuck yeah yeah we don't care how great you are, or how good your policies are, or how progressive you are, or how smart or articulate. Your bagel order is a crime. <laughs> Go away. 
There are other, I mean, I feel like it happens a lot in New York. There are political figures who sit down and like eat something the wrong way. There's like been, you know, someone ate pizza with a fork. Who the fuck was that? De Blasio, maybe, who's the current mayor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like wrong pizza eating. Pizza with a fork is, it's, is it thin crust? Because that's insane. You just fold that crispy thing up like a yeah, like a, a, a paper airplane and take a, take a bite. Yeah, you fold that baby up. Yeah. Slide it on in. Mm, man, that is a wild one. Okay, yeah. yeah, send us some food crimes, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Like you're using speechless. the wrong condiment on something, you know, you're dipping something in something weird. You're watching someone else do something horrific that you just can't stand. I, uh, I'm trying to think of anything that I've done that's pretty grotesque. And uh, I'm sure there's many things. But. I watched you put uh, chicken fat on vanilla ice cream once. <laughs> 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 like you thought it would be good. <laughs> that was disgusting. That was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you got to... <laughs> no, I mean, I liked how brazen you were with it. Like your eyes twinkled a little bit when you went in for that bite, and then you looked shocked that it wasn't good. Oh, it was so fucking bad. Yeah, it was disgusting. It had all the components of a good idea: mm-hmm. slippery, glistening, buttery fat, yeah. sweet, creamy, mm-hmm. cold ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, no good at all. Absolutely disgusting. Because in my head, I was, you know, what my problem was? I was equating crispy chicken skin mm-hmm. with chicken fat in that situation uh-huh. and so i was like oh well if you put olive oil on, on vanilla ice cream that's a delicious treat with a little bit of sea salt wonderful uh-huh. so why not amp it up with a little bit of chicken fat involved terrible heinous 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 yeah that's a I, i'll never be mayor yeah damn you know you can't run for office with choices like that mike <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to up your food game i'm just trying to think of i've definitely had like the weirdest bites ever I mean, I feel like some of them have been at high-end restaurants where they've just been like, oh, that's going to be an amazing, interesting combination. And then you put it in your mouth and you're like, oh, well, that's an expensive mistake. <laughs> yes. You know? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind being a chef's guinea pig mm-hmm. more times than not. But when I'm but when I'm my own guinea pig, yeah. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. Ooh, goddamn food crimes. Let's do a whole nother podcast called Food Crimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where we just dive into like ancient, ancient dishes that yeah. people used to eat. And we can't believe that that was like sustenance back in the day. Yeah. Or we could just go through the entire um, Instagram feed of Boys Who Cook. Oh my God. Yes. Because <laughs> they have the best fucking food crimes. I just was looking at one uh, where they had a stack of hot dogs on end. Were they like in a pot? And they were just like, you just like boil them on end and then eat them like band of sausages. I don't know. They're always posting like disgusting my, weird shit. My favorite thing that I've ever done was at a party. We were grilling. And so I was peeling a hot dog like string cheese while talking to everybody. It's <laughs> very upsetting. <laughs> just very casually not bringing it up. And it was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Not many people were enjoying me at all. That's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, on the flip of terrible crimes against humanity there is some good coming out of uh the cannabis game right now so a really cool sub story submitted by someone who listens yeah yeah so our grublet gazette this week thank you for sending it in if you ever have cannabis stories that are rocking your world and you want to share them with us please send them our way because this is a really cool story we have yeah this news story from now this news is about how cannabis could fight superbugs. so there's a study that just found that cannabigerol 
or CBG, which is one of the more than 100 cannabinoids in weed, is effective in killing Staphylococcus aureus, which is also known as MRSA, which is one of the most common antibiotic-resistant hospital superbugs that was associated with more than 19,000 deaths Whoa. in 2017 alone. Whoa. Yeah. So scientists tested CBG on MRSA, and it successfully killed the bug both in a lab setting and in mice. So it's early days, it sounds like, and there's a lot more work to be done as far as um, research goes, but that's great news, and hopefully they'll do a lot more research, and ultimately, you know, it's just more proof that weed is an incredible plant with properties that we don't even know about that, you know, are still coming to light because it's been fucking buried as an illegal substance that we don't have access to to research. So this is one of the reasons that it's so important to have it legal so that scientists can study it. I know it's not a one-to-one, but the idea that cannabis could have saved 19,000 lives mm-hmm. is pretty spectacular. It's That's incredible. so special. And that's in a way that I don't think we've really heard people talk about cannabis. I mean, we certainly talk about it as, a, you know, for palliative care and pain and anxiety and all that sort of stuff as a medicinal plant, but not as something that can actually be, um, you know, killing bacteria that's antibiotic resistant. That's huge. It's huge, especially because, um, like, you always hear about new flus that are just resistant to old flu shots mm-hmm. and everything just evolve, evolve, like both sides are evolving and it's it's trying to keep up with the evolution of a superbug. Yeah. And in this case, it's like, well, the answers are all right here. We yeah. don't need to develop, test, create, manufacture the answers to our problems when they're already out here in the world and they're growing in the earth. Yeah, it's plant medicine. Plant and fucking medicine. So many of the crazy viruses and bugs that we hear about that are you know, so scary in the news, like coronavirus right now is the one in the news that people are talking about. Um, You know, hopefully there are answers to that in the plant world that we should, you know, be able to look at legally, folks. We need to be able to, yeah, be able to study these things. Because I think it's like recent too, right? That like um, um, weed is being studied, like you can do clinical trials with weed to understand all the properties and ways it can help us, mm-hmm. right? Like that is all brand new science that is being allowed. Yeah, well, in the United States, in yeah. The US, They've yeah. been able to study it in other countries. They've been studying it in Israel and um, Germany and Canada and other places for, for longer. But now finally they've got access in... This actually was a, a study out of McMaster University, which is in Hamilton, Ontario. So this came out of a Canadian university. Um, but yeah, it's still very, very new and very cool, very positive and hopeful findings. Man, thank you for sending that article to us. Yeah. That's huge. I love the idea. It's not even an idea. The point of just cannabis saves lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Simple as fucking that. Yeah. Dang, Mary Jane. Yeah. All right. Super fucking cool. It's a beautiful fucking day. Should we get get to Buds of the Week? Heck yeah. Um, You want to go first or second? Uh, Actually, I want to go second because my Bud of the Week ties directly into Greer. Oh. And so I would love to, you know, thread that needle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, my butt of the week is Artistic Mayhems. At Artistic Mayhems is the person who sent us the Now This News story about the cannabigerol. Uh, and it's just so cool to have someone listening in and like sending us cool news that we didn't know about. And I don't know, that's my favorite thing about this podcast is making new friends and meeting new folks who are, you know, living in all different places with different stories about weed and food and all sorts of stuff. I want to ride... I just want to ride the right wave with everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Artistic mayhems. Artistic mayhems. At artistic mayhems. Yeah. Freaking cool. Thank yeah. you. Thank um, you. That's rad. Yeah. I like, 
It's a big wave. There's room for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's what a I mean? large table and there's room for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Eat. Let's all eat together. Yeah. Um, speaking of eating together, my butt of the week is Luke Schwartz. Mm. And if you want to, excuse me, uh, follow him on Instagram, it is at help, 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 help. <laughs> um, it's great too because all of his Instagram posts are pictures of other things with his middle finger at that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, he's like a curmudgeonly, curmudgeon Jew comic who's also really nice and really fucking funny. I love him so much. And congratulations, Luke. He just got his first TV credit. He's on Bill Burr's The Ringer on Comedy Central, and he destroys his set. The dude is so fucking funny. And thanks to him, our guest is Greer Glassman. He introduced me to her. Um, what can I say about Greer Glassman? She served me one of the best dishes of my life while I was eating at, ch- fuck, Shispaka, Kispaka. Yeah? <sighs> meat Palace. <laughs> <laughs> when I was eating at Nancy Silverton's Meat Palace with Luke, uh-huh. um, she, she and Luke have known each other for a really long time, and she took care of us that night because she's a warm soul who knows how to run a front of a house and make everyone feel loved, even if she doesn't know you and you don't know her. And the meal that she gave us was just tons of meat, tons of cheese, and she has this place has i'm like salivating i'm sorry i'm babbling um it's a pot pie that they cook in a pizza oven for like 40 minutes with a bone sticking out of it like a chimney and when they serve it to you inside that bone is melted bone marrow and so you just scoop the bone marrow out of the pot pie and you rub it around the crust and it all just melts in and then you cut the pot pie open and all of this tender tender beef cheek just spills out Oh, my God. Fucking cum city. I can't wait to go and eat it. You've been telling me about it for a while. Like, since I met you, I feel like it was one of the first food experiences that you told me about. It's pretty wild, those moments when you put something in your mouth and you're like, I will never forget this. And I think about that pot pie a lot. Mm. And, and I mean, yes, that pot pie did make me want to be friends with Greer. <laughs> but <laughs> also, I really wanted to be friends with Greer. She's really cool. She is so fucking cool. I've never met anyone like her. She's, she's such like a, she's a cowboy pirate she is a cowboy pirate she has tattoos all over herself like a pirate and she yeah. dresses like a cool cowboy yeah and she's fun as hell and i want to like hang out with her and talk about the whole world with her and go see music and i don't know dance around and love life that's what she lives for it yeah. seems i mean she yeah as a beautiful shining bright light of love mm-hmm. and i don't know standing next to her makes me feel good yeah and those are the kind of people i want to be around definitely simple as that that is yeah so true so luke sorry i stole your friend <laughs> but congrats on comedy central and greer thank you for hanging out with us yeah we had the best time chatting and we should mention that um while we were chatting um we actually had to stop recording for a minute because there was a helicopter that hovered overhead for about half an hour and while you were editing, you couldn't edit around it, right? I, we could lift all of the helicopter because all you could hear was helicopter. Mm-hmm. But when we dove back in, we started talking about helicopters and I couldn't cut it out and keep the continuity of the app. So that chat that we had was before the helicopter crash recently that claimed nine lives with Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. And um, so unrelated, but of course we're aware that helicopter talk right now is a little, yeah, just on everyone's mind. It's important to call out that we mean no harm and we did the best we could to try and lift it and we just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Also, only love to everybody out there. Yeah. Goddamn. A lot of love right now. A lot of love. Yeah. Speaking of um, tenderness. Tenderness. Greer's favorite word. Yeah. She has it tattooed on her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Here is our interview with the spectacular Greer Glassman. Magical butter. Magical butter. 
How much fun is that? Magical butter is the best machine for making all of your edibles at home. Let me ask you three questions. Okay. Can I make infused chocolates? Yes. Gummies? Yes. Tinctures? Yes. Oils? Yes. Butter? That was five. <laughs> and yes, and you can buy Magical Ghee from MagicalButter.com, and that's Whole30 approved and compliant, so you can infuse your own ghee and then still be on your Whole30 diet. Ooh, that sounds... I'm actually thinking about doing Whole30 again. Well, you should get your Magical Butter machine and get that ghee going. Get that ghee going. Get that ghee going. MagicalButter.com. Use promo code Weed and Grub at checkout for 20% off. And check out their Instagram, because it is the sexiest food pics I've ever seen. So go to Mag- at Magical Butter and peep it, follow it, like it, fave it comment (laughs) lick it like it love it they're good vibes all day good people doing good things magicalbutter.com use the promo code weed and grub at checkout give them a follow and make your own edibles at home man why what goes into them and you'll feel so good yeah that should be their tagline yeah magical butter you know what goes into it and then you feel good (laughs) (laughs) magicalbutter.com promo code weed and grub at checkout will get you 20 percent off oh like out of the springs the natural springs and then they just like you know, the whisper about springs. coconut yeah. and then it turns into coconut flavor. Don't you think that we should like add lemons to waterfalls for and sure. cucumbers? For sure, for sure. I love spa water. Yeah, mm. right? Yeah, it'd be cool if um, like nature was spa water. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Why, why aren't we doing that? Like adding just like... Because of Giardia? What's that? Beaver fever? What's double that? It's a freshwater disease thing? that you can get by drinking um, water from streams down, downstream of beaver dams. What? It's a so horrible niche. condition where you die so from diarrhea, I think. What? Not, you not shit yourself to death? death. <laughs> no, I, it's nasty. That was it's like an intestinal effect infection from a um, beaver-borne uh, parasite, I believe. There's an STD joke in there somewhere. So can, for sure. Sorry to shut down your waterfall that. dreams, but yeah, but <laughs> yeah, don't go chasing waterfalls. Great... Don't okay? drink from waterfalls either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should introduce our guest right there. Oh, That's perfect. Wow. What up, Greer? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Greer Glassman. Um, <clears throat> do you want to talk about yourself? Do you want us to talk about you? Uh, ooh. Should we do both? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, what do first. you think of... Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> We're already fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> the timing is totally off. You have it's the like best really IG. You have the best IG in the game. All right, I'll plug my IG. It's at baby underscore savory. Please check it out. Oh, yes. <laughs> Great. You handed Aquaman a tiny fork. Two tiny forks. Oh, what the fuck? I did do that. Jason Momo? Jason Momo. Yeah. Ma ma, ma. Oh. Jason Mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why he's called Aquaman because yeah. he makes the lady squirt. <laughs> Oh, hands down, yeah. yeah. Yeah? For sure. I, that's why I went to the theaters five times. <laughs> you saw Aquaman I was like, times? wait a minute. I've never squirted before until this moment. Let me keep paying $17 for it. <laughs> it's the best movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, so Jason Momoa. Yeah, what's he like in life? Mm, okay. Well, if we're going to get into this. Yeah. Uh, he was completely hungover, which he's a human person, and I understand that Maybe going to Comic-Con and standing there for two hours and meeting thousands of people like isn't your most ideal Wednesday morning, uh, but we all paid a lot of money for this, so like snap the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, no, we can afford an IV drip and like a blood transfusion right. at 8 a.m. And like just don't wear sunglasses when you're supposed to be having your photo taken with your fans. Like we're here to see your eyes. Like not yeah. nice. Mm. Um, but other than that, me ragging on someone I'm madly in love with. Uh, <laughs> 
It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I mean, they were like really herding you in like sheep. Like you didn't even have time to say hello, really. And I made a point because I had, you know, planned this meeting for years (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) that I would have my time. Like I spent $150 for it and I was going to get $150 worth. Hell yeah. So I went in and, uh, you know, people are like, picture done. Hello. Not even like they don't even get to shake his hand, really. And so I stood in front of him, like squared up with him. And he was immediately like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And I put my hand out and I shook his hand and I said, what's up, dude? How you doing? And he was like, "Uh, what's up, dude? Took a picture and I said to him, hey, do you have pockets? And he said... (laughs) That's an unnerving question to be asked by a stranger. Totally, totally, totally. Especially at Comic-Con, you know what I mean? Like, It could be sinister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I said, <laughs> I said put uh, spider in there or something. Yeah. I said, do you have pockets? And he said, yes. And then I said, well, that's great news because I brought you a little gift. Oh, so scary. Yeah. <laughs> or amazing. It's not my huge boner. It's something else. Um, <laughs> I collect little vintage oyster tridents because I sell oysters. So this has been a long intro into what I do for a living. It's Uh good. I sell oysters and I collect these little tridents, these little forks. And um, I thought, well, I know he likes old things and I know he likes kindness. So (laughs) I tied my business card and wrote my Instagram handle to these little forks. And I said, I work for an oyster farm. And for obvious reasons, I thought you would really enjoy these tiny forks. That's so great. Yeah. I mean, like for anyone that's not picking up on that joke, it's a trident, <laughs> and he's fucking Aquaman. <laughs> and it was it was really tender. He said, "Wow, that's so thoughtful. Thank you so much. These are cool." And then the woman who was herding us all as sheep's was really infuriated that I was taking up so much time, mm-hmm. and she was kind of like shooing me out of the room. And he put his hand up to her, and he was like, "Just give me a sec." And I saw him go into this very cool leather pouch that he brought with him, and he unzipped a side pocket. And then he unzipped another pocket inside this pocket. A double side and pocket? And then another pocket. I'm just kidding. I was too far away. I couldn't see. It was the see. inception of but, pockets. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like it was a side pocket for sure. So then sure. you did ask the right question. Yeah. Do, you, do you have pockets? He's like, you have no idea. <laughs> I have so many pockets. Yeah. And so he put the little forks in a, in a pocket. And I know that he has them somewhere. He may have forgotten. And they live in a pocket. But clearly I like pockets. So. I am guessing that he and Lisa Bonet have like dined on oysters naked in some infinity pool oh, using yeah. your tiny tridents. I like to imagine that Lisa Bonet just uses it as a regular fork. Because <laughs> she's just so dainty. She is dainty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like pinky up. Yeah. For just like her toasted raviolis. Totally. Yeah. Her like spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back. We had to hold for a helicopter. Yeah. Sorry, it was my ride. Have you been in a copter? No, but I've always wanted to. I feel like it'd be a cool LA tour situation. For sure. Also, Vegas, they do it for pretty reasonably priced tickets. Mm-hmm. You really? can go and like tour around the strip. And... I can't be on acid in a helicopter over Vegas. I mean, I'm also always on acid in Vegas, but we didn't say that we had to do that inside the helicopter. Oh, I assumed that it was a acid oh. situation. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, right? Um, I do do a lot of LSD in Las Vegas. So. Yeah, your life is charmed. <laughs> yes, being alone on acid on a bench in the middle of a casino, realizing that my phone has the capability to take notes is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm special. 
<laughs> it sounds really difficult to me. I feel like I might not fare well in that situation. Being alone on acid in Vegas? Uh, yeah, in the middle of a casino. Yeah, I really like to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Push the boundaries of Hell existence. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, usually acid is great. That particular time, uh, I think it was, I took too much. And I think when you're alone and you take too much, the paranoia really sets in because being alone on a drug is cool if you're like handling your shit and like that's what's up but if you go past the threshold and you're like everyone knows i'm on acid i look like a crazy person yeah then it it's really too heady and it's hard to pull that pull yourself out of that is it your favorite drug no what's your favorite oh i want to guess can i guess your favorite drug i would love for you to do that i think it'll say a lot about me (laughs) Oh, what I think it is. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> Who do I think you are? Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I do a lot of drugs. <laughs> what a good guess. But game. I don't drink, okay? I'm fine. For a year now. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's really changed my life. Really? I highly recommend not drinking alcohol and doing a fuckload of psychedelics. For real. That's yeah. really cool to hear. Yeah. I mean, there's like really no hangover. And if anything, there's like a certifiable afterglow that's been researched. And I have found that. It's opened up my mind in ways, my pathways, in a way where like I can feel so much more grateful and appreciative to like the most insignificant things. Uh, I feel like I was saying this to you the other day that like I can be driving in a car and be grateful that I have like the mobility to roll down my window and also it's a nice day and the wind is coming through just right and my my music is on and I'm like, holy shit, amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's truly because of like how much shrooms I've taken (laughs) Um, because I struggled so, so hard with uh, mental health and like depression, like, oof, 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 oof. And the alcohol pulls that shit in. Yeah, it pulls it in and it, yeah, it's just a dark place. And like, I love being around drinking people. Don't get me wrong. Like I continue to work in hospitality. I love the, like, I want to own a bar. That's my life goal. Um, but I also want to own a bar that like has AA meetings in it because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that that's a really good idea. Yeah. It's a niche for sure. I like the word niche a lot. I don't know if you've picked that up. Tender niches. Tender <laughs> niches. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the name of your bar. Yeah. The tender niche. Cute. I Aww. like it so much. Yeah. Damn. All right. Let's just find some investors. Done. Great. Okay. Uh, backers are you listening yeah packers hello mr back us up backers (laughs) (laughs) the tender niche i can almost see it oh and if you have very good like art art eyes so it'll like be decked out really cool i do like the aesthetic Mm -hmm. of things yeah Mm -hmm. good aesthetic is important i think wait i don't want to stop talking about psychedelics okay yeah yeah sorry i'm kind of all over the place it's like it's you gotta gotta reel me in because i digress a ton because of the acid (laughs) yo it's just cool that you like made this strong choice to stop drinking i don't know if you put a limit on it or Mm -hmm. you just decided one day to just be like nah, i think i'm gonna just see what happens if i don't and then it continued into a streak yeah but while you were doing that were you taking psychedelics before you started deciding to stop drink or was it like in addition to stop drink? So I, yeah, I mean, I had done shrooms um, and acid while being a drinking person. Um, the reason why I actually stopped drinking in the beginning was uh, I have a fucked up thyroid, thyroid visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had put on some weight and I was trying to shed such weight. Um, and in order to do that, I knew that I had to stop drinking because it just like it comes Excuse out so me. much easier and i was drinking a lot like i could drink like a bottle of wine a night which is not 
normal. <laughs> um, it's become more normal, I feel like, in our current culture. Everybody's like, mm, wine Wednesdays and like margarita Mondays. And they're so, you're constantly inundated by like, let's get fucked up. That yeah. when you're, when you remove yourself from that um, environment, which I was so deeply in. Especially in the restaurant game. Oh my God, yeah. Um, when you remove yourself from that, you're, you can see like, whoa, our society is like, kind of cuckoo it's it's alcoholic it's for sure an alcoholic society i mean the other day i was at a birthday party for a friend and one of the guests at the party said well i can't make a birthday toast unless i have three more glasses of wine and i was just like you're with all your friends who love you and we're just here to celebrate a birthday and no one's gonna like yell at you or be critical of you if you just say happy birthday i'm so happy to be here you know what i mean like you don't have to totally inebriate yourself to publicly speak or like share things um not to like really lean in on this particular person at the birthday party but it just reminded me that like we rely so heavily on it and she was saying that as a joke you know what I mean she was saying it to like get a laugh Mm -hmm. and I'd rather get a laugh by talking about how much LSD I do because I think it ultimately is better for my brain yeah hell yeah yeah uh, oh, your cat just jumped in my lap. Cute. Yeah. What up, Bobo? We got all these assorted animals here. Hell yeah. So you you buy shrooms in bulk and you microdose it out or do you take a handful once a week or how does it go? Yeah. So uh, I don't have a scale, <laughs> which I should maybe invest in for <laughs> like data. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would be interesting to know. Yeah. yeah so real. I have a friend that sells shrooms and the way she does it is she puts them in capsules and it's like 0.3 grams per cap. Um, and I find that the capsules for most people work really well, but because I take a significant amount of shrooms, like it takes too long for me to digest with the caps. So sometimes she recommends you like open the cap and you spill it in. But for most people, one or two capsules is like, woo, I have my body feels relaxed. I'm like, I have a social glow. For me to feel that, I need like four. Mm-hmm. Um, capsules so I find that I will just like have a few um, literal mushroom caps and stems before I go to a bar with friends because it makes me feel like I'm kind of coming up to speed with everybody Um, and it just like relaxes my body I have a lot of chronic pain it's so hard to be in your 20s yeah Um, I've really fucked up herniated like couple couple of herniated discs in my neck oh for real yeah and i've had it for years and i think part of it's because i was a cook Mm. um and i was like constantly hunching over because i'm kind of tall so oh shit hang on there's a cat your cat's claws are attached to my sweatshirt kinky yeah Mm -hmm. kinky boots yeah okay 50 shades of fur all right oh Oh. (laughs) yeah Okay, I I think I'm good. I'm gonna walk. Yeah, yeah. It's on to Sign YouTube off. now. <laughs> yeah, that that for me is a home run. Um, so so you take shrooms and you like yourself more. Yeah, I mean, like it. I don't understand why there's still kind of a taboo around it. I guess just because of the historical evidence of like, ooh, it's a drug. But um, it it's a vegetable <laughs> that happens to have magical properties. And it like if you believe in God, God's like, hey, dude. <laughs> Yeah, God's in there. Go forage. Yeah. yeah. The secret to life is hidden in the grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a treasure hunt. <laughs> um, and I think it's fabulous. Like, it is ex- extremely natural. There's, like, really no side effects other than if you take a lot or you're in a weird headspace, you can have a bad trip. Like, I don't – I have total transparency when I try to get people to do them because I'm like, you might fucking see some weird shit. And, like, you probably needed to see it because there's other things going on that you need to work through. Mm-hmm. 
um, I, I fully believe that they are the cure to mental health. God, can like you imagine if now. it was covered by insurance one day? I think it might be. I that mean, they're be... doing. They just decriminalized it in California, and Colorado. Well, the idea behind plant medicine is that you. Or no, not California, just Colorado. Uh, Denver and Oakland. Denver and Oakland. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but the, you should shouldn't have to have insurance for plant medicine. You should just be able to grow it yourself. Right. Oh, so, yeah. You know I mean, totally. I, ideally, we would be able to grow our own weed and grow our own mushrooms legally. Right. And like take care of our bodies and not invest in the fucking horrible cycle of big pharma. Yeah. And the idea just is like, saying. yeah, they don't have to necessarily. <laughs> oh, hang on. Okay. There's a cat thing happening. I'm not Animal crazy. House. It's live. You're crazy. Bobo, you need to go away. Go. Go. Go on. Ooh, putting the cat to sleep. Yeah, put that pussy down. A <laughs> mm-hmm. tender. You need to chill out. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. I think the helicopter is getting. No, it's a up. lunar moon. Oh, it's the new moon tonight. It's a fucking lunar That's moon. Right. We're keeping that in. We have to. It's a lunar moon, so shit's haywire. Yep. Lunar moon. Isn't that just moon moon? It's a, it's <laughs> yeah, a it new is. lunar cycle. <laughs> oh, lunar okay. moon. Yeah. It's oh a, my god! Look, there's two dogs out here. What? There's two dogs right outside. This is Whoa. crazy. Whoa. It might it might Whoa. be uh Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh. Okay. Stop. This is insane. <laughs> I hope you keep this in. I hope you keep this in. We had Archie on a leash tied to the table, and Archie just tried to sprint and rip the whole table. How's it going? Wait, I have a question. Why is your dog leashed to the table in the house? Oh, because he was chasing the cat. Oh, right. Oh, man. I'm fully caught up. I'm sorry. It was a this whirlwind. This is the most wacky, energetically kind of like strange. Okay. Yeah. I'm just feeling them. And also, I'm sober right now, which is like. Oh, yeah. Aren't we supposed to smoke weed? I know. We, we, <laughs> we told, well, you had a little bit of weed in your tea, oh, hopefully. That's true. Which but was, you didn't. No, because I'm not doing it right um, now. You're off the weed. I'm off the weed right now. Just just for another, No weed and grub. Just another seven Heard. days for me. Cool. How's that not treating you? It's really interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. Really I would so. It's an interesting time to sort of figure out what my baseline is. Yeah. But on the plant medicine tip, also, I think, are we reset? I don't know. But keep going. Well, I was just going to say, like, we should be able to grow our own weed and our own mushrooms and not need insurance for any of that because that's, you know, when we're healing ourselves. And 100% agree. Not necessarily have it taxed and regulated and run by corporations, but be able to just, like, provide ourselves with our own medicine. Yeah, to just, like, have a gardening habit. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. Like, why yeah. is that? And then you've got, like, a beneficial yeah. soil so web up? happening and you're, like, living in harmony with the earth. A hundred percent agree with you. I wish everyone took shrooms. I think it would be a way better place. I think if politicians took LSD, we would be in a totally different world. Um, It just makes you aware of like other things besides your life and the life of human existence. (laughs) So like on a tiny microcosm, you're like, oh, I can step outside of myself and like appreciate that everyone is having their own experience. And then on a larger scale, you're like, but this experience isn't even real. No. <laughs> it's a simulation. It's a simulation. Yeah, like you can go down so many different paths and like little trippy hallways. Wow, I want to hear more about that. Yeah, I would love to talk about it. I talk about it all the time. Um, I sort of sometimes get concerned that I sound like a burnout or like a silly hippie, but I think ultimately it's like kind of trending. People are microdosing more and more frequently, and I think um, everyone's wanting exactly the knowledge that you're talking about. And as much as I 
say that there's this like huge drinking culture, which there is, I think now is actually the time like we're really on the precipice of people trying to avoid it. Like I think there's a lot more young people who are like, oh, this is poisonous. I know it's dumb to say we only use, what is it, like 10% of our brain or something, but... And like some of us use 11. Yeah, Albert Einstein. Oh. Not some of us. Just Albert. <laughs> just Al. Just <laughs> Al. Yeah. L-E-E. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about like when people do DMT and they all see the same thing. It's like we have... A green god or whatever it yeah, is, Yeah, like right? we've all just learned over centuries to like shut things off in our brain because it doesn't it's not essential to life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what I'm finding is like, I'm changing what's essential to my life. Like I want to see other things. I want to like see kaleidoscope vision and like have a glow afterwards and like understand my body and my mind in a different way. And Mm -hmm. I think that it just like totally lets you, I don't know, just like connect to people in a different way. I mean, last time I was in Vegas, I took a couple tabs and I went to go to a piano sing-along bar and I was sitting next to this gentleman with his wife and we kind of started conversing and he had mentioned he was like oh I really like that tattoo and um, I was like oh thanks like I I drew that one myself and we kind of chatted a little bit and I told him I was like hey just so you know like I'm on acid if I'm like a little fuzzy and he started to well up and almost cry and he was like oh my god I used to do so much LSD when I was a kid like I'm a fellow time traveler I'm here for you if you need anything like I'm your dude. I love that you're experiencing that. Like, I'm so impressed that you're just alone in the space, like doing that and like exploring for yourself. And I was like, also crying. Mm-hmm. And then when you're on LSD, you're able to like connect these pathways where I was like, wow, I never imagined that when I was alone in my room sketching this like tattoo, that I would get it. And then I would meet a person that's also a time traveler. And then we would like connect and have this really beautiful, perfect moment because he thought to like talk to me about that. And now we're talking about this other thing and we're like so emotional together. And that is the meaning of life. Like to connect with someone in such a way where we're in Vegas at a bar and we're crying together and we're strangers and his wife's watching. Like <laughs> acid, take it. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a, I think it's a, I'm fully charmed by psychedelics. I think um, I've become a better person because of them. hundred percent. Is that, what's up with this book? I'm reading this book called The Book of Floating, a book about sensory deprivation tanks, AKA floating. Um, And it's essentially a discussion on how it can help you physiologically and physically, um, like mental health wise, and just like it changes your brain um, and it changes your body. I have, like I said, some chronic pain and I've never, for the last, I would say 10 years of my life, I'm always at either like a level two to seven pain. Like I can't. Even when I'm having like the best day ever and I'm so happy to be what wherever I am, it's like four. Mm. Um, and I can't remember a time where I didn't experience that. It's like just a part of who I am now. And when I was in the tank, uh, I couldn't feel my body, which is as someone that's like also struggled a little bit with like body dysmorphia, to be in a pitch black tub with so much salt that you float, you can't sink, you can't hear anything. Um, you just go inside of yourself in a way that you can't, literally you cannot do anywhere else because there's constantly external stimuli. And it's really fascinating to just like explore your own mind. And 
Are there it rules helps people like work it? through traumas. Yeah. It's like really therapeutic. Um, the guy that wrote the book was a huge skeptic. He was like some journalist in New York and was like, this is for California hippies. Like, I can't believe I have a writing assignment on this. And now he wrote a 200 page book about how it changed his life. Um, and there's just like a ton of empirical evidence that shows that uh, it helps you access your brain better so you can experience your life in a more enjoyable way. Mm. And you can strategize problems and you can train your brain to just like be in a more meditative state. Um, and it talks about like different wavelengths in your brain and like alpha versus delta and like all that stuff and how those those different wavelengths recharge you in specific ways. And by being inside the tank, you access a specific wavelength that you can't get really anywhere else. Hmm. And it's very uh, restorative. And it's cool too, like to just not, at, at a certain point you don't know whether your eyes are open or closed. That's how dark it is. <clears throat> you just lose track of where your toes are and your head is. And you're just in a space without gravity really it's like the only way to access a zero gravity experience sort of it's like that's hmm. the closest did you, you cry can get. no i only did it for an hour and i'm really looking forward to continuing to do it i spoke to the woman that worked there and she said she did it for eight hours at a time which is like whoa ludicrous um who has the time yeah <laughs> yeah oh exactly, exactly does she have I'm a like, job <laughs> did you go to the bathroom like what <laughs> did you have to pee um I don't know. I pee a lot, so that would be a concern yeah. of mine. Hmm. Maybe she just peed shout out there. to small bladder visibility. Oh, thyroid and small bladder. <laughs> yeah. This is what like, this is yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Psychedelic small bladders and thyroids. I love how much I've been talking about all my problems. I also have really low blood pressure, <laughs> so I'm not even here right now. <laughs> <laughs> she microdosed over from the astral plane for a hot pot. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. I feel like if you're gonna have a problem with your blood pressure, it's like way funnier to have it be really, really low. I'm just like so chill <laughs> all the time. It's really interesting. I noticed it uh, more specifically in the last couple months because I've been like, mm, what's up, everybody? I'm a sloth. And then I was like, maybe I should get that checked out. Like, do I have mono? <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, it's too over 40. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're also like, and you don't have a heartbeat. <laughs> How did you get here? It's beating in another dimension somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. I left it in the tank. <laughs> oh, that. wow. What if you're in a tank right now? Whoa. Whoa. You just project. I it really want you guys to do it. It's so cool. I would I really want to do it as well. You mean, give me a lot of birthday ideas. I want to go to a oh, flotation yeah. tank and then think... eat a meat pie. <laughs> it's probably a bad combo. No, that sounds like a great day. Um, there's one, I think, in the Valley. I just moved back here recently, so I haven't found the place I want to do it yet but I did it in Boston and um I was looking it up and I think there's one in the valley and it's $40 for an hour which is like way cheaper than a massage yeah. and you will have lasting effects let's go yeah really Love truly to. let's do it what's I mean, your number one burg like if you were if it's not your favorite from a restaurant but can you build your perfect burg yeah okay um I love when it, the iceberg is shredded yeah to be real but I will fuck with it if it's a whole leaf I don't discriminate um, thinly sliced tomatoes, yellow cheese, uh, toasted bun, like griddled on the flat top. Um, super, super soft bread, like smushy. Like I'm going to leave fingerprints in it like a fucking, yeah. like a Tempur-Pedic bed. <laughs> <laughs> Tempur-Pedic buns? 
Yeah. Oh, that's fun. We just came up with a great idea. Honestly, I would buy those. And the whole commercial is just squeezing. You can put a glass of wine on one half of your burger <laughs> bun and like, poke fingers in the other side. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. It comes with a tiny glass of wine for mm-hmm. your half your burger. <laughs> so down for this. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's great. I love that. So, yeah. I mean, I like mayo. It's probably my top condiment. I think mm-hmm. people that don't fuck with mayo are just using too much mayo. Yeah. Like just a light spreading is a good lubricant. After mm-hmm. the griddle or as the griddle I like crisper. to. I like to, instead of butter, use a swipe of mayonnaise and then put that on the flat top. Mayonnaise is a really wonderful trick of like uh, toasting, caramelizing, just like retaining moisture. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. That's, that's dope on a burger. Fuck yeah. And then a smashed patty. Yeah, like a thin patty. I like all the layers to be kind of uniform. Like I don't want it. I don't want to see so much meat that I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Like I want it to be super. Everything is equidistant from each other <laughs> in the sandwich layering. Yeah. That's how I prefer it. Complete control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know real quick because you're making me think about my big sloppy ideal burger. What's your ideal yeah. burger, Mike? I feel rude for not asking. I apologize. I, well, no, I just I want to say mine. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I want to hear. Would you like to go? Yeah, please, Mary Jane. Do you have one, though, in your brain? I can create one, sure. I just wanted to say, like, I've mine, actually is, never thought of it. mine is a big, fat, juicy patty that's mm. medium rare and bleeds a little. So, like, the bottom mm. part of the brioche bun, which has been toasted, captures some of the meat juice. Okay. And then there's hella aioli on there with caramelized onions and mushrooms. This is a fancy burger. And some Swiss cheese that is melting all over that shit. And then the top. I know exactly the burger you're talking about. Right. And, and like, I do enjoy that as well. You have to cut it in half with a steak knife, and then when you pick it up, that pink is staring you right in the eye, mm. and then you attack it like, like you're you going know, down you on fucking, a chick. Yeah, you on a white chick. It. Yeah, <laughs> I eat that burger sitting at a bar, and I eat it while staring every man at that fucking bar in the eye. Dude, they love it, and they fucking they have half mast, and then I pick up my dicks book. under the bar. <laughs> And then I pick up my book and I start reading it. And if they try to talk to me, I bark at them. Dude, that sounds like a Carl's Jr. commercial. Mm-hmm. I just want like it to be all over your tits. <laughs> <laughs> and then mayo for the fries. Totally. I'm with you on the mayo. Yeah, yeah. Mayo as a dipping sauce is legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Ooh, that's great. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's so funny to think of the ideal burger being completely, like, I love the sound of yours and want to try it. And I'm like now craving a sloppy fat boy mm-hmm. oh, yeah. what's yours sloppy fat boy. body positivity with the patties <laughs> yeah you gotta have it everyone likes a different mm-hmm. size oh i love that we could teach a little bit more humanity through burger sizes yeah mm-hmm. yeah some like a super super tall stack some like it's super super short some some like Squishy. sliders some like little sliders yeah oh little babies love that little threesomes whatever it is put it in your mouth and love it yeah yeah sliders yeah. are for pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> the title of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny you've got like somebody in the in in the police interrogation and it's like you pick one of these burgers (laughs) we got him he picked the slider he picked the slider (laughs) he picked the roast beef slider psychopath lock him up Uh, I have to know, Mike. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, what's yours? as of right now, two days. Don't say sliders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like kid size food. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kid size boys. Magic food. castle of patties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, today, right now, the burger that I would be craving would actually be a like a thick boy patty, medium rare, bloody, kind of very exactly like you said. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of love a pretzel bun right now. I'm very into the, like the pretzel bun situation. Still toasted on the griddle, buttered up, or mayo, whatever. Um, I'm really into spicy food right now, so I would love like char-grilled jalapenos and pepper jack cheese on it. And I would also love some like thick-cut, excuse me, I'm hungry, uh, some thick-cut bacon, super crispy, like almost burnt bacon, mm. so that mm. it'll break instead of pull. Because I think that makes a good bacon if it breaks off in your mouth instead of like you Agreed. pull the whole thing out. Um, I could go with vegetables, but I don't really care about them in this situation. So no, no LT. I don't, no don't think no L. Yeah, I don't think any L, any T, any O. Uh, just, mm. but I would like some kind of like sauce on it. Not barbecue. I don't like barbecue sauce for this one, but some kind of like spicy mayonnaise sriracha hot Ooh. sauce kind of a thing and i would really love if that patty was like some kind of blend i don't know some kind of like blend so it's not just beef but like maybe a little beef and maybe a little pork or maybe a little beef and maybe a little if it's red you want to have it all red meat though right i think so yeah i mean i don't want to like mix it with shrimp shots fired on your (laughs) ideal burger dude yeah this is what happens whoa yeah that's it i'm just saying like bison elk Oh, I don't. Y'all, this is not venison. a burger. You, a burger is beef and American cheese. I'm oh, nervous that. about pork being medium rare. Oh, that's a good point. That's but awesome. a bison burger is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I love all kinds of meat, but I'm just saying, like, I'm a burger a is a burger. A bur- I'm a purist. Okay. Fine. No, well, that's it. Not that mine is better than yours. It's just it's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the truth. Um. Well, that's it. Spicy, super spicy, bacon, pepper jack, beef burger on a pretzel roll. Fun. Yeah. Pretty good. You want to wrap up? Mm -hmm. You have an octopus on you. Uh, What? On your, don't you have an octopus tattoo? No, it's a snake. It's a snake? Yeah. What? I have many snake tattoos. Oh. Because snakes, you'll never really see two snakes. And I'm a solo rider. (laughs) <laughs> douchebag thing to say but you want to end on that yeah <laughs> nice sweet this is so fun you're the best oh you all are the best thanks for letting me talk your ears off this was really fucking great you're, do you one more really plug for your life good please. at asking questions oh, my life plug my instagram handle is at baby underscore savory and if you just want some cute pics, uh, I'm on the I'm on the dark web. <laughs> yes. No, I don't know. I actually really like Instagram because like you can make really good friends off Instagram. I have a lot of friends that I met through Instagram, can which we, is so can we weird. End on your Vegas story about your Cirque du Soleil. Oh pal? yes, let's this end is on the that. Best. That's great. Oh well, now I've really hyped it up. I hope I can deliver. Um, there is a Vegas show. It's a Cirque du Soleil performance called Zoomanity. And it is basically like a kinky Cirque du Soleil performance. So they have like a little burlesque vibe, a little um, like whips and chains vibe, a little like mm, you're in the bathtub vibe. And it's all insanely talented, like strength performers or like acrobats or whatever. And for some reason, I've seen the show four times. And um, <laughs> I love that it started with Aquaman and slippery seats and we are rounding it out with the kinkiest Like I said, show. gotta stay dipped. Um, 
So anyways, I, the first act, I'm not giving anything away, but I guess I sort of am. The first act is this like six foot five dude with um, a red mohawk and he's wearing a a very, very small (laughs) leather thong with like gladiator shoes <laughs> and he's so built like the most amount of muscles like his shadow you could see the muscle definition <laughs> and i was just in, like i'm not attracted to this kind of person like i like a person that has a similar body type to me like curvy and a little milky and soft <laughs> tempurpedic um and you know immediately i was like fully aroused i was like this is crazy this guy what he does is he has this bar and a chain and he like flies around the ceiling doing crazy acrobatic feats holding himself up just with chains and there's like crazy music and it's amazing and i told my sister about it i took her to the show i told my best friend about it i took her to the show and every time they're like greer why are you so obsessed with this dude like this is a crazy person (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. This might be like my secret kink. I, I like maybe this is what I need. And maybe I need to like be his dominatrix. <laughs> and uh, so there was one time when I went to the show, and they had some performers outside, and they were talking about their experiences, and you could like take pictures with them. And he wasn't there, um, but I asked one of his fellow performers. I was like, What's this guy's deal? And his stage name is Axel. And they said, well, if you find him on Instagram, he, you know, might respond to you. Like, if you're nice, sometimes he looks at his DMs. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So I slid into his DMs. (laughs) And I was like, I said the shadow bit, too. I was like, hey, dude, just want to let you know, extremely sexually aroused by your shadow. I think you're an amazing performer. I come here for work. I sell oysters at casinos. So, like, thanks for making my work trip the hottest thing of my life. I love you. Like, just crazy and he responded within 10 minutes of course he did <laughs> yeah and of was course. like oh my god <laughs> oysters are my favorite they're an aphrodisiac <laughs> we should go out to eat them with my boyfriend <laughs> and i was like hell yes so the next time i went to vegas um we all linked up and we ate oysters together and talked about psychedelics he loves to take acid and we became best friends and at the time I was kind of winging my Vegas trip and I hadn't booked that evening and they're like oh where are you staying and I was like actually I haven't figured that out yet um I might just do a lot of cocaine and not go to bed (laughs) (laughs) uh and and they were like, that's crazy. You should come sleep at our house. We also have a lot of cocaine. <laughs> so I ended up staying in this like Tempur-Pedic king-size mattress guest room situation in this beautiful complex that they lived in with a beautiful view. And he had like made Indian food and was like feeding me. And it was so amazing. And now we're really good friends and I can like get free tickets to Zumanity anytime I want. <laughs> And he really has a red mohawk in real life. Like, that's not a clip-on. Oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And he's also a realtor on the side, which is crazy. Like, they just have other lives, and then that's a thing that they do. That's nuts. It's, it's It's insane to think about someone that has such a superior skill that involves so much athleticism that they do that just, like, as a hobby. Like, flying around in the air 
and like doing the craziest shit. Oh, I love Las Vegas. Yes. We got to go to Vegas, take a bunch of psychedelics, go see a bunch of shows, come back and talk about it on the podcast and make a special episode. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Let's do we'll that. Make a very special app. So fun. Yeah, let's do it. Well, if you like this episode and you want to go give us five-star rating on iTunes, please give us a five-star click, leave a review, follow us on Instagram at Weed and Grub, follow Greer at Baby underscore Savory, follow Mary Jane at... This is Mary Jane underscore. Yo, and hit me up at Glazer Boo Who Who. Thanks, everyone. Have a really great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.